Well, good morning. It's good to see you. Uh, we are in week three of this series called Connect, and I'm excited you're here. Uh, happy Labor Day weekend. So uh, it's pretty outside. I'm sure you got plans, but I'm, I'm really, really glad you chose to be uh, here this morning and a part of this uh, continued conversation. Like I said, this is the end of the series, so if you're coming in, you're at the end of the movie, that's okay. All right, today is going to be a good day to be here. Uh, it's a little bit unique today, not going to lie. Today's a little unique, but that's okay. Uh, that's okay. We've been talking through this series, uh, basically this one concept that really has been really healthy for us to kind of sit and digest. And it's just this one little phrase, one little, one little section of words that really, I think, brings us into a place of really having a soul focus when it comes to the idea of connect. Uh, and it's this sentence right here. It's just this, life is better connected. Life is better connected, and uh, whether you're from a place of not really knowing who Jesus is or what this is all about, or whether you've been following him for years, uh, I think you find out that life uh, has a lot of this need in it, <laughs> this need to feel connected, this need to be connected. And so we've been talking about for the last two weeks just the, the value of making the right connections and then the value of going deeper in those connections. And today we want to do something just, like I said, a little different. And we're going to have a conversation and we're actually going to, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to interview uh, Kevin, uh, Kevin Bryant. And so Kevin, could you come out here? Where are you? Are you hiding? Uh, are you yeah, there he is. Uh, Kevin's coming out, and I'm excited to uh, take this to, to pause and have a conversation with him, uh, partly because uh, there's some things that uh, <laughs> I have shared with you over the last two weeks that when we have conversations behind the scenes, I just go, uh, and we both go, man, if we could just have that conversation in front of you guys. And what's so fun about this type of uh, this scenario is that he gets a chance to share his heart and some of the things that are going on, and I get a chance to let you guys sit in on what I get to hear from him a lot behind the scenes. And it's a passion-filled, exciting thing that I, I know, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be healthy. Have I, have I built it up too much now? Probably. There, okay, cool. Too much hype. It's going to be great. Just sit back and relax. That's, it's going to be That's terrible. the definition of the difference between our personalities. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, great, nobody's going to pay attention. Uh, so, uh, so this is it. I know this is totally weird. Should I pray us into an interview? Is that how that works? If you say it like that, it just feels like an, it's a transition. Probably, all right, let's just pray and ask God to show up. <laughs> oh, dear Heavenly Father, uh, this, is a, this is a unique thing that we get to do. But Lord, it is not unique in common life. This is something that takes place daily with us. This is something that takes place in each of our lives. Where we, we sit down and just have a conversation, get to talk about things that we're passionate about, that we believe you're passionate about. And Lord, this is something, as we've talked about for the last two to three weeks, that I believe uh, has, the, has the potential to make incredible impacts in each of our lives. Excited to continue the conversation. Go before these questions. Go before uh, Kevin as he uh, gets his heart out, as he's, uh, his, he just has the opportunity to express what is so deeply uh, rooted in what we believe Kingsway is all about. And Lord, we love you. It's your name we pray. Amen. 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 Sorry. Whew. We did it. We got into it. So I got my questions here so we stay on script. All right? Sound good? We're going to stay on script. <laughs> We're already off script. We're in trouble. All right. So let's just start out with this, uh, Kevin. How long have you been overseeing and leading our Connect groups? Um, it's, I think it's been about eight years. I've been yes. doing yes. our mm -hmm. adult ministry Connect group things. Um, and so um, I do have to, at the outset, though, I feel a little bit looser as being an interviewee. Like, I'm not preaching, so I don't have to... Yeah, you're, you're, the, one, you're the one who has to keep us I on the schedule. On script. So yes. I'm going to say happy birthday to my wife. What? Because it is her birthday today. That is the ultimate. So 
Happy birthday. I feel Lord. like I can get away with that doing this. <laughs> but anyways, uh, it's no, it's been about about eight years, and I still remember. I can't remember if I had become the groups guy yet or not. But when I, I just remember the, we had our one, uh, whatever they were called at the time, a group, <laughs> that was um, all the young couples in the church were pretty much only in one group. That's all we had. And uh, that's when Grant was still here, our, our lead pastor at the, at the time. And I remember Grant asked me to lead our group because um, I was, I think I was getting ready to go into this. I don't remember. But we went through, you know what I'm about to say. We went through the, a book study. And, and this was something that was chosen by the, <laughs> by the book, by the uh, group. I'm glad you're bringing We're, this up. <laughs> I can do whatever I you want. You can do whatever so you I'm, want. Yeah, I'm interviewing. Uh, you're right. You're right. This is your question. I, so I, um, but we went through Crazy Love by Francis Chan. Anybody, who's read that? Dealt with that? couple hands okay. crazy love by francis chan and so our group decided to go through that and and we were going to read so many chapters that i forget what it was every week there was definitely two people who never read the book grant and trevor <laughs> every week i just remember like i think we had the conversation i raised my hand because i remember <laughs> i was like i kind of read it <laughs> <laughs> we're having that I'm like, guys, you're the one who wanted me to lead this. Like, come on, help me out. But anyways, short answer, eight years. Eight years. Good answer. Sorry. I'm so glad we got there. That's so true. I remember that conversation. <laughs> Still feel a little guilty, but I, yeah. All right, next question. Staying on script. Why do you think the Connect Groups ministry is important then? If you've been doing it for eight years, why do you think it's important? I, I mean... A lot of these things that, you know, Trevor's been talking about the last couple of weeks and stuff, we're, we're really not trying to make a, a huge commercial for what this is because what connect groups, and we'll get into that later, it represents something much bigger than just signing up and filling up a program. Um, but I mean, I really, I really believe in what we've been talking about the last couple of weeks and just this idea that life is better connected. Um, that we, we need people. You can't do life alone. And we have lots of circumstances in our life that we've all hit probably at different times that we're either thankful for the, for the people and the, and the relationships we had in our life or we, we missed them. Or maybe we found ourselves more uh, as maybe a victim feeling like we, we missed out on something um, because we weren't invested in, in what those are. And I, I really believe life's better connected. And ultimately, as we're doing this whole church thing, uh, I'm not sure where you come from, but as you gather together um, in this church, um, depending on what kind of you're growing up, this could be a tiny church and it could be a huge church. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. We only have our one service, kind of who you see here today. And um, but it doesn't matter. Even at this size, even at like a church of a hundred or, or fifty people, um, there's just you, you can't you can't go deep with all those people. Um, and these groups offer a way to actually like, experience church, um, what it's really meant to be. And I, I think part of that is what we get to do here and the connections we make from here. But it's an opportunity to get in people's homes and get a little closer um, to what's going on with each other and live, live life together. But ultimately, life's better connected. I, I, I don't say that just as a slogan. I yeah. truly believe in that. And I, I guess I will say, too, I mean, that's, that connects back to our, our mission yeah. s- statement, but our mission verse, really, that John 10, 10, um, that, you know, when Jesus says that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, um, but I've come to give you life to the full. And um, yes. how, do we, how do we, like, it's living in community is a core part of, of experiencing that full life. I agree. 
<laughs> I want to say all the things, but we <laughs> I've had two weeks to say all my things. <laughs> uh, let's just go to question three, because I think this is really cool to, to kind of segue, because you've been, you basically said you don't want to make just a giant commercial for Connect Groups, but you do see the importance of Life Connected is good. So, so let's just ask this. How is the, what, is the, uh, what has the journey looked like offering these Connect Groups, or what, are these, what does the journey look like offering these groups at Kingsway, and what have you learned? Because obviously you, you know that it doesn't encompass everything, but it's been, like you said, an on-ramp a little bit for people to maybe experience it for the first time? I, I mean, like anything else, it's tons of failure and experimentation. Like, tons. I like, I'm probably has personality a little bit, but I, I feel like I'm failing pretty much every year um, at this. But it's just, it's just, you know, trying to get people connected. That's not a formulaic thing, but you're, you have to kind of create some system t to do that. Um, so, lots of experimentation. Um, as you can see, if you've been here long enough and seen all the name changes, uh, so, um, you know, sometimes I refer to these as like small cell life, life connect groups. Small cell life connect groups. There's cool. 10 of you that get that, but um, you know, we've changed the names. It's always been kind of the same thing. And um, right now, right now it's just, just connect groups. And that actually came through a little bit of um, an experiment, experiment that we did two years ago. We said, Hey, we have these life group things. We have these, um, let's just try to like, to create a set of groups that have to meet together for a couple years. What if we just create a group that meets together for like six to eight weeks and see what happens? And because, you know, there's really nothing like even all contracts and everything we do are so temporary. And so like, what if we just that way kind of gives you a way to experience something and say, hey, I'd like to do that more or not um, kind of a clean break. Yeah. So that's that's been that's one of those experiments um, that we've done. And I've watched you, and maybe this is just more, I've watched you, experimentation seems a huge part of the process, and then consistency. And it's like, you're finding the balance between both of those, because like creating relationships is organic at the nature, but not having something to offer to, to, to create some sort of way that that could happen, that's a delicate balance that we kind of all live in. It's kind of like the idea of being set up for a blind date versus just meeting somebody, <laughs> you know, at the... Wherever you guys go, where do you go? Where do you guys meet anymore? The Snapchats? Is that it? Is that where you meet? Okay. I'm just kidding. Yeah, but you know, wherever, wherever you would meet somebody, I, I can see that tension that you'd have to work through. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I don't know if this is a good thing to bring in. You can tell me afterwards if it wasn't. Um, <laughs> but just to be honest, like one of, the, one of the tensions I've been really dealing with over the last couple of years is um, this idea that like, because again, you know, as Trevor just said, all of... Community and like deep relationships, that's organic. Um, and so just because you join a group of any type doesn't mean you get that. Um, there actually ha there has to be some intentionality put in. It takes, takes intentionality to get there. There has to be time spent um, together. But one of those uh, things that I've been trying to figure out and kind of uh, tweak our, our system a little bit is just the simple idea that um, to build deep relationships takes intentionality, so you have to nurture that. And so one of the ways we really like to do that is if you just have a um, revolving door of people coming into a group and it's kind of different every week and just shifting, you, you, don't, you don't get to the depth that you need to get. Yeah. Um, and that's just, that's how it is. Your best friends, your deepest connections in your life, you've, you've been there long enough, you've had just some close moments together. And so that's, it takes some intentionality, it takes protecting that a little bit and nurturing yeah. that. However, um, I think that we say all the time here at Kingsway is this whole idea of blessed to bless. Absolutely. And so there, there's also this, this tension that to nurture that forever, I feel like eventually becomes hoarding something that you've been blessed with. And so like, how do you do this of being intentional to nurture 
the relationships and, and be intentional um, about growing deep with a group of people, but you also reach a point that to not um, invite other people into that or um, to not go and do this for other people, um, it, it's a blessed to blessed thing, and we, we kind of become the pond instead of the pipeline and letting them. And so, because there's something, anyone that's experienced a pure version of community, whether that's in a group or just you just had some friends, there's something beautiful there. And you might even talk about it like, oh, I, I remember whenever they still lived in our neighborhood. I remember when we had that group, there was that one Bible study that went on. And um, there, there's so, you've been blessed with that, though, to be a blessing. Mm. And so, I've just been tr- trying to think a lot how does it, what does it look like? To take the, those are two tensions of it takes some intentionality, it takes nurturing, it takes, um, but then also if you do that forever, it's just hoarding a blessing that God's. I mean, you. you brought that up this last week after we talked, and that was like something the verbiage that you were using, that idea of like nurturing and protecting the opportunity for a deep relationship, but then also recognizing the gift that you have in offering that to someone else, and like recognizing the opportunity to bless to bless. That was like a huge mind-opening thought of the tension that sometimes I've been when I've been in a group, and then I'm getting out of a group, and like recognizing that is huge. It's, it's really really neat. Um. All right, what, how about this then? So if, if you and I are talking about this, and hopefully if you've been a part of this series, you've recognized it's not a bad thing to be connected or to go deeper, but like, what's the biggest struggles and barriers to people having deep relationships? Like, what, what are the things that you see? I mean, I've gotten a chance to share some over the last couple of weeks. What are the similar things that you well, see? And I was going to say, if you weren't here last week, you talked about three, three. Um, mm-hmm. of those barriers. And I mean, those were, those were great. I mean, just lack of time. Past experiences. past experiences and the unknown the fear, kind of the of fear of the unknown yeah, yeah. i mean th- those are those are of course and i think this is like numerous things oh, and yeah. so whenever you you know gave me these questions i'm thinking through i'm like i could list so many so many different things um i mean i think for one they're, just, they're not instant that's probably the biggest yeah. barrier everything else in life is instant and these are not and um one thing that a lot of conversations i've had over the last couple of years is i can just tell you everyone feels lonely like everyone feels lonely, but I would say more than ever, the main conversations I'm having that with, or people I'm having that with is 20-somethings um, as well, and then you go to like 50s, 60s plus. Mm. And it's, it's kind of been a weird thing. I'm not saying there's not lots of lonely people or disconnected people in between there, um, but I just kind of found this idea that, um, I mean, we, everything else in life is instant, and we, we, we think of relationships the same way because we forget that when you go through school, you're, you're just around a lot of people already and you have a common experience with those people time and time and time again where you can't help but be friends because the studies out there are the biggest predictor of you growing close to someone or growing deeper is time spent. Like that's, wow. that's, you just, you're together with someone long enough and you might hate them at the beginning, but if you're together with someone long enough, you will be friends. I mean, that's hmm. kind of what the Against data says. Will. <laughs> Against your will. <laughs> um, and so I think you go through this time where you've, you've spent this time through these grades with mm. people and then all of a sudden you get launched into the world, whether it's college or just work. Um, and it's different. Um, yeah. It takes intentionality to make those relationships, but then to go deep. Like it's it's just not an instant thing. Or you run up against well, there's other friend groups, and you feel like you can't you can't break in. So, anyways, just one, um, they're not instant. Of course, like uh, I mean, and they relationships, like especially trying to be intentional, they're they're awkward. Yeah, like that's normal. And whenever we have all these tools that allow us to avoid awkward situations, it helps us never lean into um, real relationships. What's awkward? I mean, because like, just think of um, if you're if you're married or, or dating someone. Um, I would say some a lot of the awkward moments that you've experienced in your relationship, those have created intimacy in your relationship. Those are those are shared things that have 
really probably caused you to go deeper. Something you might laugh about now, uh, um, or you know, just kind of tell stories about. But those awkward moments are kind of important important parts to. Uh, and leaning into those is a mm-hmm. gosh, mm-hmm. Um, that's awkward. I'm sorry, that's a terrible. Joke. Do I have to have <laughs> awkward silence for a moment? Don't do it. Um, let's see. I have way too many things. Um, I know you have. I know there's a lot. Let me just like the last. Give me one. one give me one more. The last one I'd say is um, maybe just we have a lot of amazing opportunities to connect. I mean, I think the internet and all the apps and things that are out there, um, it's it's created more tools than ever for us to to grow deeper in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, however, like so many other things in life, um, those are tools, but we've let those tools define our connections. And, um, and so um, even if we use those as tools to, you know, to intentionally go deeper to, you know, pursue, but we let those, we let our, our connections and our depth of relationship be confined by that. Um, and whenever you're, you're connecting online, doing your social media thing, whatever platform um, that's on, again, go back to the whole things are awkward, things take time, they're not instant. You have the opportunity if to um, not just not stay connected with someone. You can, you can ignore anyone you want to ignore, you know, act like you didn't see those posts, unfriend them, block them, whatever. Um, and you can, you can just change. You can just keep making connections. And sometimes we, we think that just because we make connections, we're building relationships. Yeah. And so even though we're just like making lots of shallow connections and we're kind of leaving some people behind and moving on to some other things. Um, and so, but yeah, we let those, let those tools, I think. It's kind of like a, like a little fix that keeps us from going dif- deeper. Oh, very much it's like so. Like snacking rather than eating a full meal. I, gosh, I, was, I don't uh, need that. I was listening to a book this last week and one of the things he said, you know, what's the f- philosophical, I think, therefore I am. Um, mm. And he just said a lot of times today, it's um, I connect, therefore I am. Mm. Um, and then we kind of, you take it the next step farther and you say, I am liked. Therefore, I am, and we wow. kind of find our identity and our very being in these connections, and then those like little, you know, hits of dopamine or whatever that stuff yeah. in your brain that kind of get that quick fix for sure. But I see that balance because you're right because those are good; those are healthy tools. They're tools. They're healthy tools. They're tools. Yeah, but it's good. like money. It's like a car. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. anything else. Like it can be a tool or it can be something. To but that's why you can be online and you can have messages, but still feel connected but feel completely alone i mean you can yeah i mean very much so absolutely. if it's not being used as a tool if it's the relationship well and sometimes i would just wonder those things i'm just like how can i possibly feel alone i have so many people that know and care about me that makes a lot of sense but i mean to be fair though i'm sure there's plenty of people in here that you can find places online that you get to connect with people that just aren't around you and that's that's a that's a beautiful no, thing for sure that's awesome if it's used as a tool <laughs> yeah. but when it starts to be used as a retreat um, or something to kind of retreat from rest of the normal life. You're, you're missing the point. You're missing out. And that's the beauty of the church, too. Even what we yeah. do on, on Sunday mornings is when we gather together, we are a, div- a very diverse group from lots of different places, lof- lots of different levels of education, jobs, all kinds of things. And we gather together, and we, f- we find unity um, in this hour of, of through prayer and singing and scripture and, and sermons. And Absolutely. Let me give you this one then. Uh, 
What keeps you invested in this ministry? Knowing those barriers, knowing it's not an easy thing to balance between, uh, knowing there's lots of tools and opportunities and things. And what, what keeps you invested in this? And then what makes you excited about the future? Because, I mean, let's be honest, a lot has changed even the last eight years of what this ministry needed, looked like, how did people connected, what people are choosing to do. What, what, what gets you excited and what are you, what are you looking forward to here? I mean, I can, both answers are people taking steps out of their comfort zone. Like the number one thing, um, because whether that's just joining a group um, or, or seeking some type of community, even if it's not through one of the connect groups or it's, it's choosing to lead a group, even, even those things that happen within a group, if someone finds opportunity to lead um, because their leader pours into them and kind of invites them or they happen to be gone one week and so they have to lead, um, I'd say that because I always encourage leaders to happen to be gone sometimes because um, that really helps people step up. <laughs> yep. Um, and, uh, but I th that is just a beautiful thing. And, yeah. uh, you know, one of our other, uh, those four foundation, one of our core values is just this idea that growing people change. Yep. And one of the best ways to do that um, is stepping outside of your comfort zone. And these yeah. groups offer so many different opportunities to do that. And what makes me excited or hopeful for the future and kind of keeps me in this is those steps outside of of your comfort zone is what makes this work because um, like these these systems again it's it's kind of a formula and just whether you're a parent um, whatever like formulas don't always work like I want them to I want everything in my life to be black and white I want everything to be able to I have a problem and I can just fit it into this but it, it doesn't uh, but if you're part of an organization all you can do is create the best system you can you know tweak it yep. uh, but I'm we're so dependent on the leaders of those of yeah. those groups and if you're a leader in here of a, of a group whether past or present you're the one to make this work because you adapt there's there's certain things that I believe are core to um, what we do as a, a group's ministry um, and then there's other things that are just suggestions and you're the one that gets to let God work through you to to do what you need to do in your groups and that's I mean that's way outside of just these official groups too because you, you've had this happen if you, you just started a Bible study with a friend or a neighbor or you've just done something in a, you know going a little bit deeper in a relationship um, you you're the one kind of taking that next step of intentionality and you're the one who makes like that is the church that's Absolutely. that's the movement of the church is those relationships and I've, I've seen and watched you kind of speak that into leaders. I've watched you speak that into individuals that you've, you've spoken with too, and even encouraging them to be the leader that God has called them to be inside, you know, the systems, but also inside what God is calling. It's like, hey, step out into what God is calling you to do. It's not always going to look like it's a connect group. Sometimes it's just going to look like coffee. Uh, sometimes it's not always going to be coffee. Sometimes it's just going to be a late night conversation on the phone. I mean, it, there's just, there's so many ways that this ministry can move forward that doesn't have to fit perfectly in the system. Well, again, I mean, it's not... We. This is the overall goal is deeper connection, real community. Mm -hmm. This is just one of the best ways we have as an organization to offer that. Absolutely. But these, this kind of community should never be confined by uh, church sanctioned programs. Yeah. And so, anytime you know you don't start a Bible study, <laughs> yeah. If you don't start a Bible study, you don't do that. You don't follow a prompting that God's been giving you because it's not time to do signups for connect groups. That's, that's missing the whole point of what we're trying to do. Love that you said that. It's so true. All right, so here's the thing. Knowing that this can be awkward, it's a time intensive, that there's lots of uh, barriers that can be out there, knowing that it takes intentionality, watching this system kind of morph over the last eight years. Uh, what are some stories that you've seen? Maybe one, maybe two. I, I mean, whatever. You, I don't know. Uh, what are some stories that you would elevate and say, hey, this is what connections can do. This is what connect groups, this is what connections, deeper connections can do. Uh, what, 
I mean, there's there's a myriad of stories of just hospital visits and and uh, food, uh, like food prep and meals, meal train kind of thing, and uh, so many different things. Are just I mean, that's that's the beauty of what these groups offer is it gives you the place that that's where you're cared for. That's like if your pastors within that group, yeah. you get to care for other people. So there's so many things uh, like that that I've, I get to hear. Like, both of us have overheard stories at times of just yeah. that's so just the generosity that has happened is awesome. Um, maybe maybe one that's not even connected with uh, with Kingsway is actually something for Lauren and I. When whenever we first got married, we were living in Joplin, and uh, we we didn't really know what to do next. I had served at a church for a while there that my our wedding kind of was a perfect transition out of that uh, situation of what was going on. And so we were, I was finishing up my last year of college and she had just graduated college and we were newlyweds and we got involved uh, in a church, Carterville Christian church uh, there. Carterville. And uh, we just said, Hey, we're going to, we're going to get involved in a group. And that was our first experience um, together uh, as a group. We didn't really know what we were doing. We just know we needed we needed some other couple of friends. We wanted to go. And you're a little ways away. I mean, that's that's a long ways from 40 minutes. I should say from Kingsway. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And well, we weren't quite involved at Kingsway. Oh, you weren't. At that point. Well, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. No, that's this happened in the summer before before everything yeah, took before off. Before that. that's crazy. So and, that's t- um, over 10 years ago then. Yes. Wow. And we got involved in this group, and it was us and two other couples and one single guy. And uh, most, so there was three couples and, you know, and this one guy that showed up plenty of times, you know, one of the couples would have to miss. Sometimes it was just us and one other couple. And it was one of the most beautiful experiences of community we'd ever had. These were some people I was a a little bit familiar with um, because they had gone to Ozark Christian College as well. Um, but we just we just got together, shared meals. We um, this model, we just kind of discussed the sermon um, together. We just kind of let it bring it in a little bit, apply it to our lives, and kind of be held accountable um, for what was being preached. And um, and it was it was just an awesome experience that was not that awkward at all. It was just something we just chose to lean into. There was sometimes it was not the most opportune time to go. Uh, we just we just kind of made it a value. And those are still relationships because yeah, we got involved with Kingsway pretty like a couple months yeah. later mm-hmm. and eventually we started we started coming here just Wednesday nights but then started coming here full yeah, time yeah full time and um that's those those relationships still keep up with um on social media and uh, we even we've even seen that one of the couples at apple butter making days <laughs> several times <laughs> so they, they, they come, come up here yeah. and it's it's awesome just watching our kids grow up um and that was in a time before before kids or anything wow. so uh, that yeah that's just a really that rich kind of instilled that into you and then stepping into that's kind of a neat thing to have that happen right at the beginning before you even got here that's cool so um, just one quick thing i really with our that group that i described earlier uh, yeah yeah our group with grant all the young couples i think Uh Grant might have been gone at this point um but we had an individual that joined our group um, at one point and she was a new christian and um, this was again just another really cool experience of what group life offers and she asked um you could use a lot of different words here but she asked really good questions some people would say really dumb questions and but they were just the most basic questions yep of ever all the things that you're like well everyone knows that duh uh, but as she asked these things time and time again like to give you an example one time we were reading about john the baptist and i made a joke that he's the one who started the baptist church and then she said wait is it's like everyone laughed, and she said, "Wait, is that real? Because I was writing that in my Bible. Is that did he? 
was he the one who started that? And like, oh no, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like so, that's so sorry. Um, that, so these are the kind of things that she, but she was very, very open with asking questions. And but so many times, the very most basic, stupid, dumb questions that she would ask, everyone would be like, "Yeah, that's a ridiculous." What's the answer? <laughs> like lean in. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> like wait, yeah. What is, what, what is this? <laughs> What's going on here? And that was just oh, that was so rich to experience, like that group um, that we had. Yeah. And so I, I just really, really I rem- as you're it. saying that, I remember that you're talking about that. That is so true. And that was a rich time. <laughs> That's incredible, actually. Um, all right. Well, I just have one more question for you. Oops. As I dropped my mic. Careful. I'm sorry. It's a, whew, shouldn't, that costs my budget money. We can't have nice things. <laughs> uh, one last question for you. And I think this is just a great uh, question to ask, just to kind of conclude the series, to kind of wrap everything up that we've talked about, kind of give us a chance to, to hear your thoughts. Uh, when it comes to this topic of deeper relationships and community, what, 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 what ending thoughts, what would you want us to leave with as kind of like a, a thing? What would, what would be the lasting thought that you would want us to kind of capture to kind of end off our time together? Um, I'd say just just the one thing is kind of going back to this idea. Everyone's lonely. Going back to this idea of we are blessed to bless. It'd be simply this. Be a connection maker. Just choose to be a connection maker. And that's not confined to connect groups. If it leads you into that, great. Just choose to be someone who chooses to connect with other people. Because uh, more important than the ministries or the groups that you sign up for um, is just the relationships you lean into. That's, that's the most important thing. That's the big overall win is this, this level of community that we all need people. It's not going to look the same for everybody, but we need people that we can, even as Trevor talked about two weeks ago, we're not just meeting together because we have shared interests, but we have shared values. And one of those big values is just our pursuit of God and that pursuit of full life. And so just choose to be a connection maker because it's so easy in relationships to play the victim, to be the victim, um, to, to more be focused on, well, I didn't get invited to that. Uh, man, you know, why don't they ever, why don't, you know, they ever call me? Yes. And um, one of the things that was actually your brother and I in college uh, used to say all the time is just the simple idea that the phone works both ways. The phone works both ways, but a lot of time we get really concerned with people not choosing to call us when we have just as much opportunity to pick up that phone and call, or just as much opportunity to stop them in the back after church and say, hey, um, just lean into a conversation, lean into uh, inviting someone into some type of group, whether that's an official Bible study, official connect group, or something that you do with some friends, um, just finding those moments to create connections for others. And that's, if, if we can align around that, uh, that's, that's just a game changer for what, what God wants to do through us and, and through this church. And Absolutely. just based off that, I just have, uh, I know this has been very, very different, um, especially not that's a normal right. We're sermon. leaning into it. We're leaning into it. Um, but just kind of one scripture um, I want to share. And uh, I didn't mark it, so I have to find it here. There's nothing more this high, is a test. high pressure. This is a test. This is a Bible drill. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I would say it out loud so you'd have to look it up. I don't know it, though. <laughs> Closer. I could do the Jeopardy countdown. Okay. Um, it's just this. Uh, Philippians 2. 3 through 5. Okay. Uh, so it just says this. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. 
Your relationships with one, another, with one another have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. And I believe that that speaks directly into this idea of choosing not to be the victim, but be a connection maker. And if we can live that out in our different areas, that we have opportunities to invite people in. We don't have to worry about the things that we're not being invited into, but we invite people in and let them share with what God is doing. Um, that's, again, a game changer right Absolutely. there. Absolutely game changer. I love that. That blessed, blessed idea fits so well into that. I think it's so true. And be a connection maker, I think, is a great way to just take on the fall, take on the rest of this year, uh, recognize that there's opportunities each of us have, whether it's inside the system or, or it's out. I think God is working really well when he uses a church and he uses an individual to be a connection maker. So would you pray us out, uh, Kevin?